Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for checking out another episode of the show. Today's features, Rockers, Misplaced Religion. Had a lot of fun hanging out with these guys. Uh, recently we met at the uh, Battle of St. Louis that I was a part of. And uh, so it was really cool to get to sit and talk to them and uh, properly meet them today and Hope you enjoy this episode. Do want to remind you, as always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Roughneck Beard Company and American Rambler, located right here in St. Louis over in the Maplewood area. Swing by the shop or shop 24-7 at roughneckbeardcompany.com. You know, Santa knows the secret to a well-kept beard and mustache. This holiday season, Give the gift of Roughneck Beard Company for all your bearded and mustached men in your life. It truly is the gift that just keeps growing. Uh, Shop 24-7 at roughneckbeardcompany.com and use my code RPP15 for an exclusive 15% off your purchase, uh, including all their favorite beard oils, beard balms, your junk powder, or... uh, their uh, Roughneck Beard Batter, one of my personal favorites. A lot of... uh, Great products over there, so check it all out. And uh, they make great stocking stuffers or uh, any holiday gifts. So for uh, check it all out again, uh, roughneckbeardcompany.com today. Also, big thank you to my friends over at Friendship Brewing Company right here in Wentzville, Missouri. You can uh, stop in and grab a cold beer or a uh, sandwich or anything else they got a lot of uh, great food and drinks and it's just a fun place to hang out great atmosphere uh but uh for if you're into craft beer there's all kinds of uh beverages for you and uh including they just recently launched new beer and can with um in support of lance corporal jared smith that uh that passed away recently and all the proceeds of that can and beer go to support his foundation and in, uh, in his name. So, uh, very cool that they're doing that and giving back to the community. It's uh, you know, turning a, a negative into a positive. So that's a really great thing. And it's just one example of the stuff they do to support the community. So, let's give back and uh, support them. You know, show some love to um, our friends over there at Friendship Brewing Company. Find more details at friendshipbrewingcompany.com or uh, on the socials. And again, visit them out here in Wentzville, Missouri and um, say, hey, Tom Shane sent you. If you need anything else from me, you can feel free to email me at rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, hit me up on the socials. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you think of uh, the brand new misplaced religion stuff. Um, and if you need anything else, find me at rockpaperpodcast.com. All right, that is it for me, everybody. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this brand new episode with Misplaced Religion. Um, podcast is kind of like a... It's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on It's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. What's going on, everybody? This is uh, Misplaced Religion. We're on the Rock Paper Podcast today. I'm Ryan. I'm Derek. I'm Jabbo. Let's do it. Rock Paper Podcast. Scissors beat paper, paper covers rock. Rock beats, scissors, Shane covers nonstop. Never know what new kind of guests that he's got coming at you. 
women direct on the spot could be rock, folk, country, a hip hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the Double decker fudge round, rolling round town. Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero. He's your hero, he's your bestie. Rock paper podcast with Shane Presley. Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out today with Misplaced Religion. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us, man. Hello. This is is super cool, man. We are, uh, what, uh, Pacific, Missouri, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Took a little drive uh, up here through the hills and it was just... uh, (laughs) Real scenic, uh, you know, fall oh, all the fall colors out. Coming the woods out to the sticks. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, I'm uh, I'm super glad to be here. We uh, got a nice little spot here on the patio enjoying this beautiful day. And uh, I thought this would be a lot of fun to get to properly sit down and get to know you guys a little better. And uh, So I guess before we get rolling too far, you all want to say hi and introduce yourselves for everyone? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so my name's Jabbo. I play the bass. I'm Derek. I'm the drummer, and I'm Ryan, and I sing and play guitar. There we go, man. Yeah, I. So this is cool for me because like uh, I've known you guys a little bit now. Uh, I didn't. I don't think we ever like any of us really properly met that night. But uh, I was invited to be judge of this uh, battle of STL, battle of the bands competition thing that you guys were a part of, mm-hmm. and so I watched you all play that night and. Derek, <laughs> goddamn AC unit! Tell us about this. I didn't think about that. Well, turn it off, dude. <laughs> Is that gonna go into the like right now? The noise that's happening? It's not too bad. Now, I mean, that was the first fired up when it was kind of loud, but <laughs> yeah, I, I can't do anything. About that. Uh, yeah. This is what happens out in the boonies. Right. This is what we were just talking about. Nah, it's cool. I think we'll make. I think we can make it work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh but uh so i'm so I'm, i saw you guys play that night and i was very impressed and so i was uh it was for me that whole night was like really special to kind of come in and not know hardly anything about any of the bands like I, I purposely didn't do any homework at all like i wanted to go in like and just learn from their three song performance yeah you uh, do the things that you do it the way that we do things right. like you yeah. don't do any homework you know get ready like that's exactly how we do it right. it makes for some good performances I, mean, I i definitely like when i have to i do right i, like, yeah. I listen to your music uh you know and I, like when i before coming here today and, mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like so i do listen to records and things but i don't i don't like to i didn't i didn't want to have any kind of preconceived uh you know thing or whatever i just wanted to kind of go in at what what you show me is what I what I know mm-hmm. of the bands. So, um, so that show was like a lot of fun, man. It, like especially, uh, it just realizing like, you know, I've been doing this for a long time now in St. Louis and getting to meet all kinds of bands and and then to go something like that where I realized like, there's a whole, you know, up and coming, yeah, a whole bunch of groups up and coming that are that I have no idea about yet. That and it was fun to like learn about a lot of new music that night so yeah a lot of those bands really kicked ass yeah for sure there yeah i've never traveled to any other cities before so before i say this i I might kind of sound like an idiot but i feel like the st louis music scene right now 
is is popping. Like I feel oh, like yeah. there's a whole bunch of bands that are like our age, like right now. It's just like weird. It's just like there's like a generation of it going right now. And maybe it's always been like that because I don't know. <laughs> but I just feel like there's so many like there's so many bands right now yeah. in St. Louis that are like our age. Like you just did the Amethyst interview. Yeah. Like that's one of them. The Richters, that format, like Bleach. Oh, like yeah. there's like too many to even. Yeah. And like we just say. did, you know, the past two days, we just keep meeting more bands. Sure, you know, yeah. we did the, the Road to Point Fest and we met like four new bands. And then yesterday we met another band and it's just like there's just, just keep finding them there's that's so what I'm many saying. i mean i'm sure that's how it is in every city yeah, but, but it just feels so cool like in st louis that that's like a thing as well so yeah. i'm uh no it's awesome like this band we played with last night they're called dialogue and they were like just so sick and i never heard of them before and it was just like like i didn't even listen to any of their music before we played this gig with them last night but it was so sick seeing them live and they were just like every single song was like a headbanger after a headbanger and it's right. just like cool because like just didn't even expect that and then it was just like out of the blue, super awesome new band that's been around this whole time that we didn't even <laughs> yeah. know about. So, yeah, I, I feels like uh, I mean, I, I think it's probably there's probably been elements of that like for a long time. That's uh, that same. I mean, I feel like I've been saying it for years and years and I still feel the same way today. But that St. Louis is like bubbling under as like this next like hotbed of talent and like, you know, like people look at a an Austin or Nashville or whatever these some of these big music towns and stuff and I feel like St. Louis needs to be in that conversation because I mean I and again like you're saying probably other cities probably feel the exact same way but you know there's so much going on here in St. Louis and it's such an like ideal position to be in uh for touring wise and everything yeah. too and I, like it's just like so many cool things that to offer here in St. Louis and uh so I but I mean there's it's uh it's exciting what you're talking about though like the, the you guys are all kind of coming up at the same time you're that's what you're, it feels like and it feels like they're like all around the same age too right. so i was just like i just think it's kind of crazy there's so yeah. many of them so hopefully you guys can all stick together and continue to do Definitely. uh cool shit together and stuff and right yeah so, like well yeah at the end of the day it's just like a community right yeah, yeah. that's so cool yeah yeah man but yeah i met uh you mentioned bleach I'm, i've known those guys for uh quite a few years and uh already when you know they're still very young guys uh and but i met them uh at a, a similar kind of a battle of the bands thing and and again they just came out and blew my mind like i'm mm -hmm. like these guys are like they were like 14 at the time or something like that and i'm just like what the hell is going on here like <laughs> this is crazy so yeah they're uh yeah very good i'm excited to, i'm excited to keep watching and see what they, what happens for those guys so i'm just glad they're back i know they kind of took a minute off and uh stuff but they're back with some new music so that's exciting i don't know all the lore of bleach yeah. so i couldn't even tell you but right. i know that they do some cool shit now so that's what i do now for sure yeah um uh, yeah and i don't know if you uh you might have said that but dead format uh, another mm -hmm. uh good friends uh those, those you know, are our, yeah uh, buddies those are our main homies <laughs> <in this> music, <laughs> like those guys are sick oh yeah but i'm glad they just dropped some brand new music too no, so it's good too oh, yeah. I don't know, i'm sure you listen to yeah. it all but toxic escapism i think is what it's called that one just like it hits me man yeah it's good yeah yeah i'm a big fan of those guys so uh but uh, so we uh we just talking about we just had a couple of uh big shows kind of this is you said you this kind of closing out your your guys' uh year um but we just had uh, Road to Point Fest, which uh, was always a good time. It's, and again, like you're saying, I, I feel the exact same way as a fan. I go to those nights and it's like you maybe go for one band that you really know. But then like all of a sudden you get introduced to 
four or five other groups that you had no idea about. And like, it's just an exciting time to get to meet all sorts of, uh, new music coming out of St. Louis and, or beyond. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, those are always uh, good parties, man. And, and, uh, obviously at the end of the day, when somebody gets to go play the point fest show and stuff, so, or, you know, a couple people, whatever it is. And so that's uh, a nice prize to get to showcase yourself in front of a nice, uh, large, uh, what, 30, 25,000, 30,000 people or something like that yeah. out there. So, uh, but how you guys, uh, what you guys said to you, uh, hanging out on the loop selling tickets to the other he, night. Yeah, it was just, it was just me and Derek. He had a gig doing a, what, what were you? Yeah, he was doing yeah. a wedding video. He has, he has multiple side All hustles. Right. He's a side <laughs> hustle master. So yeah. So me and Derek just went out for just like an hour and a half and just kind of, we're just playing any any old song that we could think of and uh we sold like four or five tickets it wasn't anything crazy but we got a little bit of like tip money too it was right. just fun we like never did it before something like that so for sure it was a cool experience yeah just uh just you know putting yourself out there trying something you know mm-hmm. um yeah you said uh you, you had some uh some visitors uh come by uh, uh, yeah the the we had a little amp and uh <laughs> We had to turn it off. So, so you get uh, some street cred going, huh? <laughs> yeah, because why did we have to turn it off? Because <laughs> we were rocking too hard. Yeah. <laughs> Who told us to turn it off? The police. The police told us to turn <laughs> it off. That's right. At least they came up and they're like, nah, you can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Stuart Copeland was like, come on. <laughs> no, but um, uh, yeah, that Road to Point Fest gig, uh, that was uh, this Friday. That was November 5th. So yeah. a couple nights ago. That I mean, Pops just knows how to they just know how to run shit over there yeah. like it's always the greatest experience playing at pops like they give you waters and stuff <laughs> and they got a green room for you in the back and they're all just so nice to you and uh yeah, these guys crazy. got drink tickets so <laughs> it's like i don't know they're all just so nice up there and it's yeah. like just the most fun place to play it's pops i mean right. like how much better can you get yeah like the sound guys there especially like you know you, you meet people everywhere or whatever but like the sound guys at pops are just so just kind and like no matter what you say if you do something wrong they're like i oh, don't worry about it man we'll just we'll make it right and it's just it's it's nice it's very very friendly there and you know it's, it's like pops, they so want crazy. you to be there yeah some places are like you feel god welcome. these you guys feel... come on <laughs> you feel very welcome <laughs> this is what i'm doing my time right now <laughs> yeah man yeah that uh i agree I, i've been I've been fortunate enough to do uh throw a couple shows at pops and like and uh they've always been very good to me and uh so yeah they're top top of the uh top tier man for sure yeah and like uh i know uh one of my favorite sound guys around uh john baruby down there he's always uh crushing it so and super fun to work with and so um i know he i don't know exactly all those but i think he's going through some things and taking some time off so hopefully uh, we'll be back behind the board here soon and um but yeah i always a good time down there and then if you get the philly wagon afterwards that's always a nice bonus too so get to go out there and uh and it's not there all every night, but uh, if you ever get to enjoy the Philly wagon after midnight and down there or something like that, it's we've only played there twice. It yeah. hasn't been out yet. Yeah, but it's uh, it's it hits the spot after uh, rocking out all night. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah I bet and, it uh, does. Yeah. That's the thing that we do. Like, I mean, I feel like everyone does this though, but like we just like get so much fast food after we get all done right. playing a gig. <laughs> it's like one in the morning. We're like, well, Taco Bell or White Castle is right. open. <laughs> so then, uh, so then we do that. And then we regret it instantly. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much after it goes into our systems, we regret it. Yeah, I uh, I used to 
work uh, at Broadway Oyster Bar for about five years, and and immediately next door is their uh, White Castle, and uh, I was like, so I'd sit there and smell those sliders cooking all night long, and uh, I'm just like, well, I guess I'm going to White Castle all night. So it's like, you've been tempting me all night. Yep, they're like disgusting burgers, but they're like so good yeah. at the same time. Right. <laughs> they're like. I don't even know how to describe it. I get I get those chicken ring sandwiches a lot too. Those, oh, are, those are those solid. are yeah, pretty solid. Just tear me up. Yeah. <laughs> Derek's favorite fast food is Taco Bell for some reason. When I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you know what sucks? No matter what you are, McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I like I always end up going to McDonald's at like two in the morning, like right as they're closing, and they always like never put salt on the fries at that time at night like and like i know they intentionally do it too and just because i'm coming there so late i mean not just me personally to everybody who goes there that right. late but not just you it's yeah. like a slap in the face whenever i start eating the fries and there's no salt on them I'm like god damn it so you yeah. keep some salt in your car yeah are you uh so you guys also just played uh the next uh saturday night yesterday as we're recording uh this uh you guys got to meet up with uh, friends from that Battle of STL show that mm -hmm. uh, Beekman. Yeah, yeah, Beekman headlined, um, uh, and then Dialogue yeah. also. So, so what's that uh, like for you guys walking down there? Like uh, that's a, you know, surreal. Yeah, Blueberry Hill and the pet uh, and the Duck Room down there is like, you know, that's pretty iconic uh, room for sure in St. Louis. And definitely the most iconic place we've played. Um, uh, and one of the best shows we've played too. The cool thing about last night was um. Uh, just like the crowd that was there is a lot of times like we play a gig and the crowds that are there are there for like that, like the band that they came for, if that makes sense. Right. So like whenever there's a band playing, it's like their crowd is there. And then whenever they're done, it's like they leave and it's like, oh, here's the next band and here's the crowd that they brought. And then once they're done, they leave. Last night was super sick because it was like a whole bunch of people like around our age and they were just down there for the whole night. Just like wanting to listen to all three of these bands play right. music, and all three bands, uh, or including us, so I should say the other two bands, they were super <laughs> good bands. Like it was just a cool night of music all around. Um, uh, and yeah, it's the Duck Room. Yeah, like yeah. it's the coolest place ever down there. It's so awesome. Yeah, yeah, lots of good parties down there. I get to. Uh, I took my mother-in-law to see uh, Chuck Berry down there one time, and that was. And he played there almost monthly, I think, uh, until he passed. And like it was just like, again, as you see a piece of uh, rock and roll history right there, you know, yeah. like uh, live in the flesh, uh, playing in a, you know, for, you know, a couple hundred people in the basement of Blueberry Hills. So it's crazy. pretty wild to think about. Yeah. yeah, in the green room of that place down there, I read on, uh, it was like a picture on the wall. Well, they had a whole bunch of pictures of Chuck Berry down there, <laughs> obviously. But there was uh, one picture that showed the numbers of like uh shows that he's played and it said something like 209 monthly shows that he played down there yeah so that's like literally just years and years and years and years <laughs> of monthly shows that he played down there i mean that's the just sweat crazy is in that stage man yeah, yeah right Damn. i should have licked the stage ah. <laughs> rolled around in it to become one with chuck berry man <laughs> get his energy uh <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, that was uh, that's, I would have been liked to have been down there. That would have been a cool party uh, last night, and uh, I just like you know hearing you guys talk about it and, th and just thinking about it, man. Like it just gets me excited because uh, 
you know, I was, I was right there. Like I was, you know, I was your age and like, you know, it was, I remember how much fun it was to sit, go to those shows and see my friends up there doing, you know, playing their, their music and seeing the crowd respond to it in the way they did. And like, and you know, it was just so much fun and just an exciting time in my life for sure. Like that was kind of my big, um, uh, uh, right out of high school, some of my friends started playing original music out and, and writing about the same position you guys are at playing at pops and stuff and mm-hmm. like, and going, uh, I started watching them and, uh, group X at 714 and hollow point heroes. They were like two groups, uh, coming out of Wentzville at that time. And, um, and like, it was just so much fun every, you know, like every, whatever, once a month or every, every other month or whatever, when they got, to, uh, shows put together and stuff and then going to the road, road to point fest things and everything else. Like it was just so much fun to just, uh, you know, again, meeting all these bands, playing the yeah. music and just, it, it was, uh, so I really, uh, missed that. Like, I wish I could, I mean, I, not that I can't still do that today, but it was just like, it's a little more. It was like you your, know. your yeah. scene, your right. generation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I it, mean, that's like, I mean, at the, at the core of everything, obviously it's the music. We love playing music. That's mm-hmm. why we do this. But like right there on par with that, like the friends that we have that come out to all of these shows and the new people that we've met that like like our music or just like us and like hanging out with us and they come out to the shows like that's like just equally as cool as the whole music in itself is having like a basically like a family that comes out to like and supports us and like it's so cool i was i always like to say like it's uh it was just exciting to be like uh you never knew when you were going to like find your next favorite band kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you obviously you got your core that you love and everything, but like all those shows, you get to go and you meet some new band that you never heard of. And mm-hmm. you're like, man, where, you know, where's this been at? And mm-hmm. all my, and, uh, so, uh, I just, the one thing I do really love about like get the, the networking that happens with all these shows and stuff. And so it's always, uh, a ton of fun, but, uh, you, uh, you guys been, uh, so we have, uh, some a couple we have two original songs out there now uh, mm-hmm. that are available wherever you're getting your digital music at, and you guys are uh, currently working on your debut album, right? Yep. That's right. Yeah, we've got just a few more to record. We're just about there, but let's talk about, soon. Hopefully, let's talk about some of this. We talk. Uh, you guys released your uh, first single out there, and that was "Step Up," mm-hmm. right? So. Yep. Let's talk about Step Up a little bit. We That one came out on 4th of July, and that was the first song we've ever put out. Um, uh, it did pretty well. I mean, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I'm really waiting for the album to come out to see, because that'll be like the whole, uh, what do you call it? Just Everything. playlist of all of our music, like sure. discography, I guess. Like yeah. That'll be whenever we really have like music that people can like choose from. Because right now it's just two songs. So, I mean, it isn't like a whole lot of diversity there with that. But um, uh, Step Up did really well. Like, everyone likes it that comes out and likes us. Uh, and it's just like super high energy song. Yeah. It's fun to play.
currently like uh as i was listening to it today i think it's spotify says it's like ten thousand plays we just hit ten thousand like last night i think Mm -hmm. and it's from these two shows we play we keep telling every single show we play we're like Go check us out yeah. on Spotify, please. We're very desperate. For we you. get on our knees. <laughs> we pay everybody to yeah. get those views. So, <laughs> but I mean that, like you know, that's impressive uh, for uh, you know, like you're gonna debut single to to get that kind of traction right mm-hmm. away and stuff. So that's uh, you know, cool to see people responding in the way they are. Yeah, it was awesome. I'm uh, it, it's cool because I like. I don't know. Just seeing people come out to the shows and they like sing the words to that one now. Yeah, I was that's like, whoa. People it's actually listen to this yeah. one. Like they know the words to this. It just one. like it feels. You just get this different feeling when you like see people like vibe into something you created. You know, it's just uh, it's just. I don't even know how to describe it's on, that. Yeah, it's on words. You can't describe it. It's yeah. weird. It's like it's like we were so like whenever we started playing music, it was like. I never would have expected someone to actually like the right. music, like how we like our favorite bands. There's people out there that kind of like us in that similar of a way. Yeah. So, yeah, it's crazy. Well, we uh, being that uh, I don't really, you know, this is our first time, you know, talking stuff, and I don't really know much of your story. How do, how do, uh, do you three come together? How do you guys know each other through through school? I'll or let Jabba or, or Derek yeah. tell a story. Right yeah. So uh, Ryan and I went to high school together. He's a little bit younger than me. Jabba went to the same high school, but. At that time, we weren't really friends, and uh, Ryan and I became best buddies. I took him under my wing. Brothers. <laughs> and, uh, we all mountain biked, and we just met through mutual friends. And one day, Jabba was like, yeah, I play bass. And Ryan's like, I play guitar, and now we're here. And then we started <laughs> kissing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was a, a, a weird road. Though. I guess that was like three years ago yeah. when we like, kind of got together. And I mean, our first song we played was like Remedy by the Black Crows. All right. It's pretty brutal. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> it's yeah. So, okay, yeah, like we've been playing as us three for like a couple years. On but, and off, but yeah. So yeah it was just like us messing around though we never once were like let's make a legit band and try to like play gigs and make original music we would just like come down here and just like play Bang covers kind like of a little bit just like <laughs> try to play the instruments well and just like hang out i mean at the core of it we were all just like hanging out right um uh but it it just started just it just kept happening basically we just like kept playing music and then just kind of got more serious and then like we had like some members come in and out and then at the end of the day like at the end of the day we were like wait a second let's just do us three like the beginning because we were trying to i didn't like to sing at first at all like i was not trying to sing i just want to play guitar so for the first like two years of the past three years i I did not want to sing and we were looking for like frontmen and stuff and it just like never worked out so one day i was like okay I guess if we want to try to make this cool and make this our own thing, then I got to sing. Because <laughs> we didn't like the other people that were coming to trying to sing and stuff. So, actually, uh, uh, it was I, like... You go on. It's, so, basically, just like not even a year ago is is whenever we started to just do us three making original music. Mm-hmm. Me starting to sing and play guitar and booking gigs and stuff and becoming misplaced religion <laughs> yeah. it's so. actually it's actually funny i don't know when it was maybe a year ago probably over a year ago um jeremy hagley from the richters actually i think we jammed with him like once once he like came over here we played like a song we just jammed out um but he was like almost we almost had a band with him but then you know he went off to do his own thing we all kind of went our own directions with music or whatever but 
it was weird that and there's there's been a few other people that we know that like you know we we jammed them for a little bit and then they kind of just went off to like now they're in their own band but mm. it's just kind of it's, it's it's weird that whole scene yeah just ties together it is uh, that's what i'm saying with all this at the end of the day it's just so weird that like we make so many connections around st louis and stuff and like even back in the day whenever we didn't know we were making connections yeah. it turns out we're making right. connections so it's just like funny how that all works yeah, small world well black crow's uh remedy like <laughs> is uh pretty drastic difference uh, <laughs> from what you guys are doing today so definitely we've gone through so many <laughs> there changes. was yeah. there was about a five month span where we thought we were going to be a metalcore band all right was we not. actually played a concert yeah like we that. played a gig but i didn't even play guitar all i did was scream into the microphone <laughs> that's it we were doing like falling in reverse covers and dance gavin dance covers and um yeah i could not sing any of that well but i sang it at the end of the day um, um what else did we do we did like bear tooth covers it was just like a mess yeah. but it was a fun mess like i'm glad that we did that right but it was like right after that gig that first gig that we did trying to do like metal music we were like all right we're not doing this <laughs> this is not the route that we should be taking we were also a four piece at that time yeah so uh so how do you guys get to where you're at today with the sound uh like i feel like uh what, I mean, what was there certain certain things where like maybe you need to go this direction or what? What was the conversation that kind of led you to wonder? I don't even know if there was a conversation really. There was one conversation. Was there? The, the biggest conversation we ever had was we were like just three piece. That's it. We were just like yeah. let's just be a three piece band, and that's really it. I mean, mm -hmm. like we all listen to different music. Like Derek really listens to a lot of metal music. And folk, folk music. A lot of folk. A lot of folk. <laughs> what do you listen it's to? It's like reggae, indie, um, like funk. Yeah. And I, I listen <laughs> to a lot of like alternative rock and I listen to rap as well and stuff like that. So we all three listen to the most like, I also listen to metal music too. Like we all kind of share sure. music around, but we all like at the end of the day, listen to different music. Our influences are kind of all over the place and it's, it kind of shows in the music. Like you haven't seen the album yet. It's not out yet, of course, mm -hmm. but you know, like S step up pretty heavy. Save me is kind of indie. We've got some like blues stuff on the album. We've got some like funky stuff on the album. It's just kind of like a little all over the place, but like you kind of mentioned it earlier where like when we have that album out, people are going to just be kind of like be able to pick and choose through the album. Like, it, it's so going to reach excited. a lot of people you I'm know what so i mean and it's out. not a full one sound album but sure. it'll just that's hit a, a different people yeah i mean that's really how i i like my records anyway i mm -hmm. like uh uh you know a lot of variety and yeah i like i'm so sorry <laughs> <it> <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah a lot of variety yeah. and stuff on it definitely if that's what you like then i mean you should like this yeah. i mean i'm just i just cannot even wait for it i can't even describe how ready i am sure. to have this album come out but Back to what we were talking about, like you can hear in Jabbo's bass, it's like funk. There's yeah. a lot of funk influences in your bass, I feel like. Groovy. And then Derek's drums, sometimes you hear a lot of like metal influence in his drums. Like he plays with double pedals and stuff. And then there's just like a lot of alternative rock stuff that I do on the guitar. You even play with a slide. I mean, it's just kind of. It's just like all over the place, it but it's it's awesome. Like that's how I like it. What's to be. what's that one one quote you use all the time? Like we're a compilation of all everything we ever heard, or something like that. I don't know. Uh, I he, say a lot of stuff. He, he, I, I word bomb it a lot. Every I now and then, remember. he kind of mentions is like, you know, we're just a compilation of every sound you've ever heard, and like whatever you make yeah, is just going to be what you've heard, but like your style, and that's sure. that's pretty much all it is. I mean, we haven't talked about like what 
genre we should be or what we should be going for or anything like that. Yeah. We're not trying to force it. It's just whatever comes, you know, just let that shit out, you know? Yeah. What I said was, I remember now, it's just like every sound that any of us have ever heard mm -hmm. in like all types of music from like our childhood up till now is what comes out yeah. in our in our songs that we write. Yeah. So yeah that was it yeah i mean i don't know it's just, it's just like uh i don't know why but somewhere along the way some people like felt like band needs to be this you know uh -huh. needs to fit in this box and i need a i need a stamp on it this, this is rock this is mm -hmm. you know alternative rock this is what you know whatever silly. You know? and uh but like you look at like the greats of all time and stuff like the beatles and stones and whatever you know like there's there's uh you know they have country songs they have rock songs they uh -huh. have you know psychedelic kind of songs they have what you know there's like they cover a lot of ground too and uh you know and are you and, and both of them uh you know uh the stones started as like a blues cover band and stuff so like mm -hmm. you know to, to think about their the evolution of how how they changed their sound over the years and stuff too and and people we're along with it all over the, you know, maybe not right away. I feel like, right. I feel like sometimes, uh, you, when you do get uh, kind of attached to a, a band and a sound and then like they come up with a, the next record you and it's different. It. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> they're kind of like, wait a minute. We don't know. I, I like what you guys were doing. But then like, you know, after, on, yeah. after a couple of listens, they were like, okay, I'm in. And then yeah. like, definitely. yeah. I mean, I feel like true fans of music can look at the new sounds and be like, whoa, that's cool. Right. But just like normal everyday listeners, they like something that they heard. Sure. And if they're not getting that, they're like, eh. Yeah. what is this so yeah. i like uh i talk i'm not like a super fan by any means but i do appreciate what he does but i talk about a guy like a like a john mayer a lot that like every record he does is like completely different yeah. than the next and it's like and he still maintained a fan base for through everyone you know and people jump on and uh you know that like what he's doing with in that particular record but it's just like Again, he's just an artist, you know. It's like it's cool to see him continue to create and all kinds of different sounds. And well, he literally just like rides around with Dead and Company <laughs> right, now. Yeah. So like, right. like what? Like, that's yeah. sick. Like yeah. I don't know. That's so cool. That new record though, uh, he did like a like a soft rock album. Uh, what uh, sob rock uh, he called it. And I don't know if you guys got to listen to that, but his new records like Derek could tell you about him. I don't know much about it. It's pretty honest. good, man. It's like I mean, it's and it's just like. Also a ton of fun because I like what he did with the art. Like he put like the, you know, reminded me like the old, uh, when we used to have to actually have, uh, we actually had record stores back in the day. Uh, <laughs> you know, like uh, where you could actually go pick up uh, CDs and vinyl. And uh, and that's so on uh, the cover of that album. Uh, he's got like a the price uh, sticker on there and stuff like. Uh, and there's like little things like that, like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and it's like it's just, a little nostalgia. Yeah, right. It's like it looks exactly like it was in the 90s and mm -hmm. things when you and go buy an album. And stuff. So that was a uh, nice little details. It was fun in the artwork. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just music's changed so much. And it's just like it's weird that how, you know, like we're saying, like talking about Spotify and stuff like that's like now that's how people only know their music pretty much is mm -hmm. this streaming and stuff. But, you know, it's. Also, I feel like it's opened the world so much where a band like yourselves, like, you know, you can put it out there in a f digital format and you never know who around the world could listen right. to it and stuff. So yeah. it's also yeah, like back then you had to like start in St. Louis right. and then like grow from there. But now you can like like we knew a guy from Washington. I can't remember his name, but, you know, he made some music and then moved out to California because he has like six million. Oh, he wasn't from Washington. That guy was from like West County or something. Oh, okay. Ricky Montgomery. Yeah. Have you heard of Ricky Montgomery? Uh, yeah, country kind of no, stuff? No, oh. no. He, he does like 
indie, pretty oh, much right. just like really oh, indie right. music. Indie and uh, he just blew up off TikTok. Yeah. Is how okay. he his claim to fame. Yeah. Yeah. We made a TikTok and it's, <laughs> we don't really use it though. Like, I don't know. I, I kind of like the, the old way of going about it, trying yeah. to get a record label or sure. something. I, I just, I don't know, making like videos and stuff all the time. I mean, I'm just kind of here to make music. Yeah. Like, I, we tried it out and stuff. And I, it was actually my idea. I was like, well, I guess we should just test it out to see. Uh, I don't know. The more and more we did it, I was like, I'm just here to play music. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, we still were active on, like, Instagram and stuff. But doing all that extra stuff, like TikTok, I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm just not the biggest fan of that. So, Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, you know, a lot of times it's just, like, let the music speak for itself and stuff. Right. And, like, yeah. Almost, and, I mean, yeah. it's cool to be an entertainer, like, because we still do that when we're playing music on a stage but yeah. like to like just like make videos and stuff and just like yeah it is fun to songs and i don't know at the same time it is fun as a fan that social media is like kind of opened it up to where you can kind of be a part of you guys like you're mm-hmm. part, part of your guys lives uh mm-hmm. uh even you know outside of the concerts and stuff like where we can see like what it's like at band practice or what you know or different things and like you get a little bit, show a little bit more personality and things uh but you know again it's there's there's a whole lot of work to you know even just to do that so that's uh, and that's honestly so yeah. let me go back a little bit i guess that's what even more of it is it's like it's a lot of work to mm-hmm. do that all like all that stuff right so like and I that's not why we got and into I it either, work you know? a part-time job and stuff it's like hard to find time to do yeah. the music and then to go even more into like the like making videos and stuff it's just yeah. a really time consuming if it was just like us just like doing this band shit like all the time like this was our job right. then i'm sure we'd be doing that but it's a lot yep yep i've uh it's something i struggle with a lot trying to find the right balance in life uh, with uh you know doing the show doing the, the day job you know going to concerts and you know still finding time to be at home mm-hmm. and stuff so it's like uh it's constant uh you know juggling act and it stuff, is so. um but i don't know it's also a lot of fun though so it, yeah it's, mm-hmm. you know it's it's a it's cool that i get to call this you know my life that I get to do all the fun shit i get to do and absolutely yeah. man so but let's talk about your uh your most current uh re- release and this was um, a song called save me well, your friends all suck and I'm stuck at home. I find myself caught up in daydreams of what I could become. And I don't want to think about working a job on
and uh, now readily available wherever you're getting your digital music at today. Uh, but this, uh, if anybody, you know, like you said, you, you heard Step Up and this kind of the little more hard and heavy, you know, kind of oh, not really, not real heavy, but, you know, compared to it's definitely like to a Save little, Me. It's way more aggressive yeah, than Save right. Me. It, it's a fast paced, yeah. like heavier song a little bit. Right. But, uh, save Me is definitely the fan favorite, especially with all the honeys, <laughs> like the, <laughs> the music. It's a slower one. And um <laughs> Yeah, it's fun to play. It's a long song, yeah. but it's a good song. I like it. It's just a lot of just like singing. Like people like like to sing along to that one. Yeah. You ever? Uh, <coughs> oh man, excuse me. You're good. You ever um, like introduce it like a slow jam? You know, like uh, we're gonna slow it down a little bit. Yeah, that's what we like do. almost every, every single, single time. time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this one's for the ladies. Yeah, there I mean the go. tens yeah. of thousands of people yeah. at our show. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like 10 people yeah <laughs> we've played shows little, before where there's only like five people you, out there you get a little drunk and everybody just kind of like doubles and triples and it looks like a crazy crowd right. yeah. Yeah. Like quadruples <laughs> uh i like uh i like this a lot i like the lyrics in there um uh, and uh, i'm probably gonna mess it up but uh, something uh it's okay because we probably don't yeah, know the lyrics either. Right. That's what you're going for right well, now. Well, there's a line uh, when you when you stop dreaming or uh, oh yeah, it's something about like working a job or like no one wants to work a job, yeah, right? Uh, and then just like yeah, dreaming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know the lyrics. Yeah. I told you, <laughs> I know when I'm playing it, but yeah. just to, like say it off the top of my head right now, I, I couldn't but, even tell you. But it resonated with me because like I mean that's the thing like it, you know you should never stop dreaming whatever life is whatever you know you you should all just continue to strive to drink, keep dreaming for more and stuff whatever it is and uh so yeah i agree there's a lot of that resonated in that song again like you know yeah working the job definitely sucks but it's like it's kind of the necessary evil to mm -hmm. so we can have the fun that we get to do and stuff yeah that's you just hit the nail perfectly right <laughs> there of, that, that's what it's talking about yeah, yeah it's just talking about like keep on doing what you love to do right and i mean Working jobs is cool, though, because that can fund your dreams then. Sure. So, I mean, it's not all bad at the end of the day, but it's just like keep keep working on the stuff you love to do and don't yeah. just like work a job. And just step up and do it. Yeah, step <laughs> up and save yourself. <laughs> uh, I was also kind of uh, just thought of, you know, I'm just noticing those two titles paired up, like, you know, starting with S and two words a piece. And I was like, I also kind of just thought it'd be funny, like to see how long you guys can keep that trend going i actually thought about that a couple <laughs> times i was like both of these first two yeah. songs just like coincidentally are like that like, right. like a pattern to it i was gonna be like you know stop it or <laughs> yes. you know like i was gonna see how many times you what i mean different ones we could come up with but <laughs> <laughs> no that was yeah. just a coincidence but i've noticed that as well so that's funny that you bring that up yeah i uh i think i did that uh my buddy Justin, uh, he the same. I think it might even been S songs also, but yeah, some. Uh, his, his first two singles were "Somebody" and "Someone," and I was like, "You should make the." Uh, and then we made the joke that like he's going to do a whole EP that's called "Some Songs," and it's all <laughs> they're all titled "Start with Some" and like unless so. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> that so. is. Um, but yeah, you. Uh, so we mentioned, you know, you guys are working on uh, the record, and we gonna have a lot of different variety that to expect from it and everything else but uh where where is that you guys are uh recording at and working on this so it's called okay so <laughs> the, the the studio is called red pill 
Audio or Red Pill Red Studios. Or something like that. Um, uh, the guy, the producer that we go through, though, he kind of like has his own little thing it's like going a on in contracted okay. kind of thing yeah and his um uh big his bang instagram recording. handle or whatever his website it's a big bang recording okay so our producer his name's adam adam white and uh we've been going there for the whole process of recording this album and it's just been nothing but a good experience so far yeah so we love you adam fun. yeah, <laughs> well, yeah he, actually, you. actually adam just came to our duck room show last night that was really cool to see him out there yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he wore one of those what are those hats called it was like they're kind of like the leather and they it's like look a newspaper like a, boy hat yeah, yeah. So <laughs> sick. my dad wears those hats sometimes he has class he has style classy yeah, but no, it's been interesting recording with Adam because, like, you know, we go in there and we we know our song and we know what we want. But I mean, we've never been to another recording artist, so we don't really know. But he kind of like, you know, he'll toss in a few ideas. He's like, oh, maybe if you guys like try this or try this. And he kind of like, I don't want to say like writes the songs with us, but like he, he no, gives he just our, helps us he, record it to like the full potential of yeah, what the song yeah. can be. That's, exactly. Yeah. Because, I mean, we've never none of us are like musically trained at all. Like I did like. I did lessons, I guess can't say that. I did lessons when I was a kid for a little while, and then I also did bands in high school for two years. But um, uh, these guys never had lessons or anything. No. So whenever we write a song, it's definitely just like garage rock kind of style. Like we're just like writing a song that sounds cool. There's no like yeah. rhyme or reason for any of it. So when we go to a studio, it does help a lot to have someone there that's like, can tell you trained. where to yeah just like make it sound more like uh, a song that could be on the radio i guess yeah. and, it, and it's also it. just another it's like outside looking in so he's seeing mm -hmm. stuff that we don't notice so we mm -hmm. can get a fresh look on it yeah i wish i knew more of that world like uh you know not that it's ever too late and again you know gotta keep dreaming uh, <laughs> but uh I, I do think like that would be something a lot of fun for me like because uh, i often like kind of you know between like doing this and like i meet a lot of bands and they'll they'll send me different like songs their demo kind of stuff that they're mm -hmm. working on and like what do you think of this and like and i do have those ideas sometimes like where like hey what if we do this and try mm -hmm. this or you know cut that part or whatever it is you know and uh, so i was just like that's a lot of fun for me and i would like to it'd be fun to get to do that more of a as a career path and like but i don't know, don't know anything about uh the production yeah, side yeah, the behind the board and you know and actually doing all that like i record this show and stuff i know how to do what i do but i don't know any of the rest of the stuff and like but it would be kind of interesting to go back to school and like learn some of that stuff and apply be able to try to apply it but i don't know it's something i think about a lot like just kind of being more involved in the production of music yeah. and stuff and yeah. so it's hard i've it's tried to like <laughs> mess with it a little bit just at home i have like this uh thing called logic so it's just like you record right. and stuff on it but it is so hard to like know what you're doing on there especially to like mix songs or master a song i have trouble even just like getting the song to line up with everything like it's hard right. it is difficult yeah but yeah i don't know man i think it could be cool it'd be uh and i don't know i just uh i like i but i also feel like maybe it could be bad for me though it could be could the the you know illusion the the kind of peek behind the curtain you know like seeing how the how it's made might ruin it for how much i enjoy the actual music and stuff so yeah that's a real thing that happens yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that is so i don't know but I, I right now i just enjoy being a fan and talking about all this stuff so i'll just keep doing this for now but 
maybe someday. It's funny. There's definitely times like where we get out of the studio and we're like, right before we went in there, we're like, damn, this song's gonna kick ass. And we walk out and we're like, was that even good at all? <laughs> like, was that a piece of shit? <laughs> Just because we heard it so many times. Right. You yeah. just get brain dead in there, man. You're in there <laughs> for like eight hours and like you're just like focusing on that song and you just get just fried. Yeah. It's fun, but it's also yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> in a way. Yeah. I mean, it's nice when you get the, the polished, uh, you know, finished product. Yeah, it makes it worth like, it. Absolutely. But yeah, I, I agree. I've, I've been a part of a little bit of that recording where like you're doing mm-hmm. the same part over and over and, you know, like getting it trying to make sure it's exactly perfect and right. stuff and it's gonna be out there forever yeah you know it's kind of a little nerve-wracking yeah um <laughs> uh, but uh again you can find uh these uh these two songs on uh wherever you're getting your digital music at be sure to find misplaced religion on your facebook instagram and uh do we have a is there a youtube channel we have we've so like whenever we uh first came out with step up we made a little youtube channel yeah. uh, we don't even have save me on there yeah. though, i kind of forgot about the youtube <laughs> channel but step up is on there yeah, so yeah. if you type in misplaced religion step up <laughs> on youtube it'll come up there we go uh but yeah get plugged in with the guys and uh get involved and learn more about uh when the record's ready to go and all this stuff but uh i've been going around asking uh some questions and uh i've been having a lot of fun getting your uh everybody's take on some of these and uh my buddy uh my buddy matt wrote in on actually i posted uh for on instagram if anybody had any fan questions and um matt wrote in why did you choose this podcast instead of a better podcast that is fun (laughs) and funny so because it's a little shaney man yeah that's that's, all that we just need a little shaney that's a shout out to my my buddy matt f bosler and uh the matt f bosler's podcast uh, I don't know if you guys uh, know him at all, but I do his, not know he, him. I don't think he's uh, he, he's an interesting guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to show you some of his music afterwards. Yeah, please do. Uh, no, he's uh, he's a lot of fun. He's got a great podcast. Also, if you want to uh, find some other mu- new stuff going on around town, find uh, Matt F. Bosler's podcast and, and uh, give it a spin. And cool, cool. Um, so. Anyway, uh, that was our fan question segment. Got that one out. Uh, hey, why is this such a shitty podcast? <laughs> uh, all right, so the, the day comes along. We have a misplaced religion um, action figure box set. What would be um, three accessories you guys would love to see with your different action figure? Oh, God. <laughs> Should we answer this how we would normally answer this or no? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, uh, well, all right. I'll pick one. I'll pick one. Derek, you go first. Uh, it's going to be just a, a beer can, an IPA beer can. Yeah. <laughs> one hop. Can. Just hop. Yeah. <laughs> what would you put on it? Uh, my action figure would have like an automated thumb that just like slaps the base. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> and I would yes. include a detachable penis for the box set action figure. Beautiful. <laughs> you can just go on and off with and stuff. <laughs> like real life, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard that song? Yeah. What the, what's the band uh, called that does that song? Uh, like King Missile or something like it's, that. <laughs> this is stupid. Oh, You've heard it before, right? Detachable penis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole song is saying that. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, can't wait for that box. Set. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a good yeah. one. <laughs> it's all out. 
Yeah. Um. All right. What uh, What would be a uh, obviously you guys mentioned having a lot of various individual uh, influences and stuff that kind of but as far as like for the band who do you guys uh, see would like would be a dream duet or collaboration you'd like to you'd like to work with and mm. infant annihilator, <laughs> annihilator. <laughs> is this living and dead or just yeah, living we'll just do well, living because this is this is something that we would hope strive do in for the future. yeah yeah um well my favorite band that got me into all this stuff would definitely be highly suspect and i just saw them at the pageant last nice. weekend and uh they're just so sick i mean but if i really had to pick anybody like in the entire world to do mm. songs with probably do like elton john or something oh elton I john. Gonna say jack yeah white. i was expecting mr white mm, <laughs> well jack white's sick too but elton john is like the man yeah, I mean, what, what was it? I think he sold like the second most amount of records ever of all time. And I don't know who's first, hmm. uh, but he sold uh, Beatles. I think it's the Beatles are probably first, or Michael Jackson. I don't, I don't know. know. I never liked Michael matter. Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm getting at with this, but Elton John. Elton John would probably yeah. be just so awesome. But yeah, that'd be pretty wild. What about you guys? What about you, Derek and Jabo? I, I feel like playing like as a band we wouldn't really match the style that i usually listen to so like as far as like a fucking hell of a show it'd have to be like highly suspect the black keys Royal as Blood, well black, black keys, keys. Would be so cool. yeah because yeah. that, that's like he said that's kind of like where i guess the influence began especially for you guys when we were like making the band and the, mm-hmm. the songs and everything but yeah so i, I just have to go with highly suspect just because or we kind of I'm not couple, envious of the Richters or anything. <laughs> we kind of have a couple heavier ones now too. So if we ever could like play a festival of like like a heavy festival, like a hard rock festival, that would be sick. Like uh one of the bands that got me into rock and roll was like Slipknot. Uh well, into metal, I guess. Some uh but those guys are just yeah. insane. Like that would be so sick to be on even if we were like the opener to the opener to the opener of All Slipknot right. or something, that'd be crazy. I think it was uh I think it was like an Ozfest, pretty sure, uh, years ago, and they Slipknot was there, and and I remember uh, it was at the Hollywood Casino, Riverport, or whatever, and uh, they they hit the stage, and uh, I can't remember now the what what song I like. But anyway, whatever. What like as soon as the first note, obviously everybody you know knew what was gonna happen, mm-hmm. and like, and everybody just like lost their mind. And I remember like, uh, like the entire lawn, like that whatever they had in their hand, uh, beer, soda, whatever, like it all like went up in the air, <laughs> and immediately just like just mosh pit, and like, <laughs> and so I snapped this picture, and like it literally looked like it was like raining beer cups and stuff, and like and and it just got. It was like one of the craziest parties I've ever been a part of. Like uh, those guys, are definitely uh, a lot of fun, and, and their their crowd is insane. Like it's just a massive party out there. And that's my favorite part of all that metal stuff is that like the mosh pits. Like, right. That's crazy. Another guy would be like Rob Zombie. Sure, he's so awesome because he makes like those movies and shit. He makes the most crazy right. gruesome movies that you can ever even see, and uh, just yeah, he's just such like a visionary. That guy, like his music videos super crazy his live shows about the same way though too like if you ever get to see him like, i've never seen him live but he's uh like he had this and again i can't think what song but he like 
but he had like this like fully operational like robot guy that came out like and like walked across the stage and stuff and like i'm probably somebody in this suit or whatever but it's just like it looks cool like that it's like a a character on the stage and everything Mm -hmm. with him and stuff and like but it was just like uh stuff like that like there's a lot of theatrics that go along with his live show and stuff so yeah well whenever you're a millionaire maybe whenever we're millionaires we'll get robots on stage (laughs) Um, i'm super into the deftones right now like i i really how I go about music is I just go into like phases, like weekly almost. I'm mm-hmm. just like, I find oh, a band yeah. and like for that week, that's who I'm riding with. Sure. So right now it's the Deftones. Well, you guys mentioned like Jack White and Dan Auerbach and mm-hmm. or the Black Keys, but I was like, those guys do a lot of uh, producing and stuff too with other yeah. And like, I just thinking about that world too. Like that could be cool to like, you know, just have, you know, Dan produce a track with you all or whatever it is. And like, you know, that would just be an incredible experience to, uh, you know, see what he can, how he could push the sound and, mm. and uh, make it something different and stuff too. So my talking about like the dream of everything, like my dream really is to Jack White has a record label called Third Man Records. Yeah. I can't see anything cooler than getting signed to Third Man Records. Right. Like, so that's really like at the end of the day, if we ever got signed to that. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll make some calls. I'll see if I can. Yeah. See what I got. No, I agree, man. That would be, that'd be incredible for sure. And like, um, big, big fan of what everything. I mean, but Jack's one of the like white stripes. I didn't really get into it first. Like, <clears throat> um, I remember fell in love with a girl, was like, all over the radio mm-hmm. and like i just didn't really click with me and like i was just like um and then uh i don't know it's like some time goes by and i i, I just recently uh revisited a bunch of that stuff i, I started listening to this podcast the 500 uh, with josh adam myers and he goes through rolling stones uh 500 greatest albums of all time and and uh i think it was um maybe elephant or something and then uh, they're like going through the record and or uh and i don't know just t- hearing the stories behind the songs and like really like listening to the uh record for the first time that way and like experiencing the uh and like hearing it all that and i was like kind of made me have a whole new fresh perspective on it and i really started getting into it a lot more and so i just recently like started really like getting into white stripes and stuff so it's like i don't know what what it was at the time but it just didn't really at the just didn't click for me the first time but if i i've always liked jack i just but now i really have a new appreciation for their what they were doing as white stripes and stuff too yeah and he does like the dead weather right. and just a solo jack white projects yeah. and uh raconteurs yeah. i think that's how you pronounce it he's right. so cool yeah <laughs> i'm like a fanboy of jack white yeah. so but yeah now that would be uh that'd be pretty wild to get to somehow be associated with him and in that sense or the record label mm-hmm. or whatever anything but yeah that'd be cool man what's yeah. uh uh all right what about um uh what's a uh, movie or a tv show you wish you were in is there anything uh that you guys would think about like a world you would want to be a part of or anything it's kind of hard for me to say i really i do like videography and whatnot so like i really enjoy like horror stuff and right. like fucked up stuff because like <laughs> the, the reason i enjoy it is because you know like happy movies and funny movies they make you laugh and whatnot but horror stuff it makes you like just feel you know and so i don't know if i could like comfortably say i want to be a part of the stuff that i enjoy and that's like all that i know <laughs> um 
yeah so i don't know yeah. where to go with that i'd say maybe <laughs> like black mirror just because the worlds are cool but like yeah yeah so that's what uh, a lot of people like uh say like breaking bad or what like, these shows that they love and i'm like i don't know that i want to be right be in that world though like you know it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of fucked up you know yeah <laughs> it's like but I, I don't know if anyone that is gonna listen to this is gonna understand what i'm even trying to say here but there's these videos on instagram right hear me out let me continue videos on instagram and it's like what fantasy world would you choose to live in and then there's just like a whole bunch of super sick artwork that's going with like the super vibey music I don't, yeah. See, I know, now I know what you're I, talking I, like, about because you send it to yeah, me, but like, I wouldn't guys. know how to. I was going to know what the fuck I'm talking that. about, though. It's just like these super weird, like, uh, abstract worlds, though, pretty much. Uh, I don't know how to describe <laughs> it <laughs> like, without showing somebody. Like, it's, right. it's a visual thing, I guess. I'm a, so I know it's not a TV or a show, but so you, uh, so you want to be in the Instagram video? Is that what? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I just want to be trapped inside of an Instagram video for all of eternity. Right. What you got, Derek? Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably die. That's fair. But Game of Thrones. All right. Just ride a dragon or two. No big deal. I'll yeah. just hold up in Winterfell. Just, <laughs> I'll be good. <laughs> be a Stark. Yeah. Or Hot Rod. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Such a underrated classic for sure. Yeah. Like, I retract everything that I said I would actually want to be <laughs> in the Hot Rod universe. Yeah. The, I want to be in the crew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, man, so good. I, wow. It's one of those that. I think is uh very underappreciated like it's a uh, pretty silly movie it's never not funny yeah it's like every scene is funny it's, yep. <laughs> it really is yeah. like, I, can't, I can't think of a better uh comedy than that i mean that's All like right. there's nothing better than that for me at least yeah that's a good one i think it's better than stepbrothers even and that's like the like that's at the top of everybody's pedestal whenever they start talking about yeah comedy movies. i don't know like Step Brothers, especially for me, like there's so much of that that I lived. Uh, so like, uh, <laughs> it makes it. It was too much for you to handle <laughs> well, while you were watching it. It, it makes me like. Well, it no, because like, uh, you know, not that I, we were, uh, you know, in our 40s like they were, but we, uh, I had uh, a stepbrother. Well, not when well, I had, but we're we're. It's not necessarily a stepbrother. We they never married or anything, mm-hmm. but uh, we were living together for a while. Me, yeah. Uh, and so, but he's still like a brother to me. And mm-hmm. uh, anyway, so, uh, but we had the bunk beds. We had like, you know, it was just everything was about that. And it was like very, so much of that was like, man, I, you know, this was some of my best times of my life, but uh, it was just crazy that uh, how much of that they captured is uh, two 40 year old guys and like, you know, doing that. But it was a lot of fun to watch and it's hilarious and, uh, so Step Brothers for sure is uh, one of my absolute favorites. It's a yeah. classic. Yeah, but I would uh, I would agree. Hot Rod is right there, and and that's uh, they're both. Uh, I just recently watched. Um, it's on Netflix now. Twenty One Jump Street, uh, which I haven't watched in a while, and I, I was like crying, laughing. There was so much of that. Like I was like, I forgot how funny this movie yeah, is, man. I was funny. like, there's just uh, so much dumb shit in that one too. So, uh, all right. If there was something you guys could get into the Guinness Book of World Records for, what do you think it might be? I'll <laughs> <laughs> just look at each other whenever these questions pop up. Say it, Javo. Yeah, just come do on, it. Just come on, it. come on. We're all thinking it. World's just say it. biggest ego. <laughs> no. We have that in the band. Definitely Derek. Yeah, yeah. definitely me. Derek's an asshole. <laughs> yep. So how the band is structured, actually, it's like 
Jabbo and Derek are assholes. I'm the only nice guy. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Hundred <laughs> percent. We have yeah. rhythm section uh, <laughs> egos. <All right>. Yeah. <laughs> Front man. Yeah, being like the back. I don't, I don't know. What I'm trying to. Talking about? I can't form what I'm trying to say here. I'm uh. Fuck. What was the question? Guinness Book of World Records. What? <laughs> I know what Derek's would be, but I'll. What? Yeah, go. Yeah, you go ahead and tell me what mine is, and I'll tell you what yours is. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Just being the cutest, sexiest <laughs> that I could possibly have asked for in this band. What's mine? What's hmm, mine? Mm. <laughs> Come on, dude. We're on a time crunch right I now. I know. Now I'm on the spot. Yeah. Mm. All right. Derek McDonough, everybody. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Jabba, what are you going on? I for? got nothing. Come man. on. Yeah. I would. It would yeah, be cool. You know, world's biggest base collection would be cool. There you go. They're just We're going to take it real okay. biggest vape clouds. That there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um,. Most Natalie Portman Star Wars memorabilia collection would be cool. <laughs> That's what I'd want. Yep. I think we can make those happen. You know, I, I know what mine would be now. Biggest collection of Ryan Krupinski action figures with the detachment. <laughs> that, that would be my Guinness World. I would also yeah. put a pinball machine in there. I'm putting two things in there. The detachment no. penis in the box set and a pinball yep. machine. You only get one, man. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Having the most pinball machines. There's your I do love pinball machines. Having the world. I love all arcade games. We just got like this Galaga machine in my basement. All right. So sick. Yeah. We had uh we, we dad had bought us a couple um like uh I think it was like a an asteroids machine or something kind of thing and uh kind of I don't know, something like we had two old school arcade games and we had an old pinball machine and stuff. And like, it was just, it was nice when you could, we had it rigged up where you could just go, you open the door and hit the little quarter, uh, you know, thing instead of having to actually put money in it. So, yeah. so it was just like, all right, uh, there's 50 lives. All right. Now we could play all day and stuff. And like, so, yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I, I think that's, uh, it's cool that they're like kind of bringing those, uh, the you know they have like the they sell them at walmart now like some of the like um whatever they're called just those but, classic video games like yeah, pac-man machines right but yeah you can like just like that. go into walmart and buy an arcade game and take it take that's it home what we the, did yeah right? that's what we did so, there's this cool pinball place though somewhere like oh, it's like on the grove i think in st louis i forget what it's called yeah but, silver ballroom yes that i want to go there i haven't yeah. been there yet seems awesome though for sure yeah i've never been yet either but yeah it'll be fun spend a day or two in there mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> or a week yeah <laughs> but uh yeah well very cool man this is uh been a ton of fun guys getting to getting to catch up and uh like i said getting to properly sit down and talk about some of this stuff like um so i'm gonna have to come out and see another show here soon and see what uh you know throw down and hopefully we'll have a record release party coming up here not too yeah, long absolutely. definitely and all these things so uh again find misplaced religion uh, all over uh social media and digital music and things but um i appreciate you guys doing this today appreciate you, you well, coming man. out man. It was a lot of fun awesome yeah. yeah um but uh yeah uh, i say we do it when the record's ready to go and i can't wait to hear what else you guys got yeah, uh, yeah. i'm excited up. for you so, to hear it man yeah. i'm excited for everyone to hear it yeah <laughs> absolutely all right. Well, thank you guys. Bye, everybody. See ya. See ya. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>
Rock, paper, podcast. Rock, paper, podcast. Rock, paper, podcast. Rock, paper, podcast. Well, yeah, that was it.